Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Let's start off today's episode with a quick review of the hasty generalization fallacy. All right, the hasty generalization fallacy happens when you make an assumption about a group of things or people that is based on too small of a sample size. It's when someone comes to a conclusion about a group of people or things, but doesn't have enough evidence to truly back it up. So the question to ask yourself to determine if you or someone else is making a hasty generalization fallacy is this. Just because this one person is a certain way, does that really mean that all people like them are also that way? Or just because this one thing is a certain way, does that really mean that all things like it are also that way? Okay, if you want to hear more about this fallacy or do a quick review, go back and check out episode 38 of the podcast. Are you enjoying the process of learning to think better as you listen to this podcast? Did you know that there's a whole curriculum that teaches kids to learn how to think and to, and to learn how to learn? Did you know that there are tools of learning? That's what we do in Classical Conversations, the homeschool community that we're a part of and that sponsors our show. We meet in community each week during the school year and together we learn how to use the tools of learning to think well about every subject that we study. If you'd like to learn more, go fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. That's G-I-B-B-E-N-S. And you'll get more info on their program plus two free downloadable books, which is super cool. All right, let's dive into today's new fallacy. It is called the furtive fallacy. That's going to be hard to say. (laughs) Okay, now, I think it might be helpful to start off by defining the word furtive. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as doing something in a quiet and secretive way to avoid being noticed. It has connotations of being clandestine, conspiratorial, and covert. That was good alliteration, huh? So so the furtive fallacy happens when people conclude that outcomes are the result of secret ill intentions or wrongdoings of the decision makers involved. So they look at something that happened and they think, oh, I bet you this person that's kind of in charge planned this and they did it for bad purposes or for with evil intent. Uh, interestingly, interestingly, the furtive fallacy uh, first started in regards to history. So there is a historian named David Fisher, and he's the first one who identified this fallacy among the works of certain other historians, where they would portray historical figures in certain ways based off of um, off-record conversations, or they would make it seem like they had low morals and ulterior motives for the decisions that they made, whether there was any basis for these things or not. We've all heard of how certain parts of history are being rewritten, and a lot of them are being rewritten or retold incorrectly using this furtive fallacy, using... Um, by by saying bad things about them and that they had bad intent. And there's actually not any basis for it, which I, I just find so fascinating, right? Inherent in this fallacy is the belief that negative events are never a coincidence, that there's always a reason that they happen and that the reason is that someone behind the scenes wanted it to happen and put things into motion to cause it to happen. 
Fascinating, huh? So that's a lot to take in. Let me give you a quick example. Um, uh, uh, here, this is a simple one. You'll get this one. A student who did poorly on a test says, that teacher wanted me to fail and purposely put hard questions on that test. It's not fair. Okay, do you see the fallacy there? The student is assuming secretive, negative intent and actions on the part of the teacher without knowing that it's really true. In reality, a more actual cause of her failing the test could be that she just didn't study for it or didn't study well enough. So, okay, here's another example. There are people who believe that the government is hiding a crashed alien spaceship in Area 51. Um, I think that's in Nevada somewhere. And that, and they believe that the people who were in charge and still are in charge made the decision to hide the spaceship and lie to the world about it. Now, people who believe in the alien spaceship in Area 51 are often called conspiracy theorists. And for sure, some conspiracy theories definitely fall under the category of being a furtive fallacy, but not all of them. Here's kind of the differentiation. Conspiracy theories typically just allow for the possibility that there could be nefarious intent behind events or that things happen differently than the story that um, is being told. Whereas people who commit the furtive fallacy are sure and they act on the idea that there is bad intent and conspiracy behind them. You see the difference there? I think there's probably something to some of the conspiracy theories floating around out there, <laughs> and some of them are downright ridiculous, but when they just hold space for the possibility of something, they're not full-blown furtive fallacies. Now, what's wrong with the thinking behind the furtive fallacy is that without sufficient evidence, it's really just a guess, and it's in its most extreme form, it can become paranoia, where someone believes that nothing bad happens just by chance, that there's always someone with evil intent making decisions behind the scenes that leads to bad events and outcomes. It's, it's almost like, uh, do you ever watch the movie The Wizard of Oz when there's um, Oz is the man behind the curtain, right? Pulling all the levers and making stuff happen. Well, it's, it's like when with the furtive fallacy, they kind of believe that that's, that that's always happening. Uh, anytime there's something bad, it's not, there's going to be a, someone to blame and somebody caused it to happen. Now, the tricky thing with this fallacy is that there absolutely are, and there could be decision makers who are making decisions out of ill and yes, even evil intent. We know this to be true uh, because Number one, history has absolutely proven it to be Jew. And number two, it has come out um, that there have that those things have happened. The Holocaust is not a furtive fallacy because we know Hitler absolutely had evil intent and made decisions that harmed and killed millions of people. There are many, many examples through history and even in our own government where we know these kinds of things have happened. And to be honest, there are probably a lot of other examples of this that we just don't know about yet, but that doesn't mean that each one you hear about is true. So the question to ask yourself when you're hearing somebody that may be committing a, a furtive fallacy is this, is there any proof that that person had bad intent and deliberately made decisions that would harm or deceive people? Let me say that again. That's kind of long. Is there any proof that that person had bad intent and deliberately made decisions that would harm or deceive people? All right, that's it for today, guys. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell .com 
or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through your brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filterthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.